Welcome to Now Try This, the podcast where two best friends get together every week to try something new. In this corner, you have the tattooed wonder of the world, Marcus. And in that corner, you have... No, no, I want you to do my <laughs> intro. Go ahead. If you're the tattooed wonder, who am I? The heart of sight, heart of muscle... Mick, your Did muscles you are hard. No, mu no, your muscles are hard. Oh, and so are my eyes. My and eyes so are hard. Your eyes. Yeah, I got it. Made perfect <laughs> sense. Hi, guys. Welcome to Now Try This. We are Marcus and Nick. We try each other's things every week. That's what we do. But, oh, boy. Uh, boys and girls, today is different because it is the beginning of the month. It is some of our favorite times of the month and sometimes our least favorite time of the month <laughs> because we get challenged by you guys for our challenge. That's right. We leave the power in your hands. You just go to patreon.com slash now try this cast. Everybody gets to vote on what challenge we do. And this month we have been challenged to watch Memories of Murder, the 2003 South Korean crime thriller by Bong Joon-ho. Yes. Thank you, Big Jumby, for the suggestion. Uh, congratulations for winning that vote. We will now discuss your movie after a little bit of preamble. Uh, yeah, second place was Elden Ring, and it was a shock that that didn't win. So if you, it was really freaking close. I'll, I think we'll be put. I'll put up a poll on Twitter at some point in the upcoming weeks, and mm -hmm. we will see if anyone wants to watch us stream Elden Ring as a sort of consolation prize to second place. Ooh. I've been playing Elden Ring, and I fucking love it. Yeah, yeah but if you guys don't have money to support us through the Patreon and help us cover the cost of the show, that is totally fine. You can go to iTunes or Spotify, leave us five-star reviews. That helps us a great deal. Uh, try to write something in the iTunes review, because we love reading them here on the podcast. Mm -hmm. But we did get a couple more five star reviews on iTunes. So oh, thank really? you for those. Whoever did that, just a couple. Heck yeah, but no, they didn't. But they didn't write anything. So it's is it real? It is real. You know what? Every five star know. review counts, and we greatly appreciate it. The four stars and three stars do not count. I wanted to let you know yeah. that they don't count. Marcus, also humble brag. I found out that we're in the top two percent of podcasts. That's the end of the statement. Where we're just in the top two in New York, podcasts everywhere in New Jersey, nope. Florida, no, the world the world the world that's crazy yeah that's Ooh, maybe we intense. should be like put it on our instagram and put that's true two, let's top, do that top two top two percent yeah, yeah, yeah. actually like, we probably i should i'm I gonna do like it right when now people make only fans they usually have like top one percent creator or something like that yeah i didn't know what yeah. that meant i just saw in someone's i was like of what and then i was like oh only fans got it <laughs> well, i'm literally changing that's great that's good for you what do you make hell yeah Oh, the, uh, good job, Instagram, for making me put on a code to sign in for my computer. And now Marcus has a fill time while I do I'm, that. Okay, I've well, Nick, the this. reason that I started the podcast out with a wrestling thing <laughs> is because in this movie, there are three plus. There might be more, but there's definitely three memorable drop kicks. And I've never seen so many drop kicks in a movie that wasn't an action movie that wasn't about fighting. It wasn't about wrestling, and I was very impressed. And I, I honestly think there should be more drop kicks in movies. 
He's an underutilized I don't dis- tool of combat. I don't disagree with you. A, a, a nice position drop kick yeah. is dope. Under what circumstances would you drop kick someone? Marcus, I would drop kick you right now if I could, <laughs> just if I could. Have you ever drop kicked anybody? Have you ever tried? I have done the drop kick, but I don't think I made contact. I think I remember playing around a lot as Wait, a kid. Marcus, Marcus, hold more. That Marcus, that is kicking. way worse. For you to go all the way to do the drop and to I was kick a kid. and to miss, I would you just, just look like a fish. I didn't you want just to look kick like my a dead brother. fish that flopped around. <laughs> Your brother deserved. Listen, I bet your brother. Your brother deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want to kick him our profile is changed we it now represents the fact that we're top two percent of all podcasts hell yes put that in your pipe and smoke it that guy had anger issues you're right he did that's why he was drop kicking everybody but Marcus, i have so much to say about this fucking but movie it's a it's a fair thing to do i feel like instead of you know resorting to violence i feel like drop kicks mm-hmm. are they're less violent than a punch to the face marcus no hold on hold on no it's not no, it's not. About? Hold on, Marcus, 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 Marcus. The world has been aghast mm-hmm. at somebody striking someone else in the face right mm-hmm. now. Sure. Right? Yeah. Are you telling me <laughs> that Will Smith would have lost even more, not lost even more money and more acclaim if he went up there and drop kicked Chris if Rock? If Will Smith dropped, <laughs> drop kicked Chris Rock, I would have applauded. I would have donated. I would have been on his side 100% would have been forever. On his side 100%. I would have just been like, yes. The dedication it yes. takes to drop kick someone is you mean it. A slap in the it's face a or a punch is like whatever it's so easy to do that but a drop kick <laughs> is like okay he was serious marcus before we get to this movie because i feel like we both want to jump right into it is there anything you would like to say have you been trying anything new is there anything you would like to say to the fans here on our patreon sponsored episode let's see i am so grateful for the patrons over on patreon so please come and Stop join the patreon please vote if you are a member of patreon and we love it in terms of anything new i this is the last episode i'm gonna be in this apartment with this background you should have played that out more this is the last episode <laughs> that we will be recording in this apartment then i will have a new background a new apartment and new things it is so slowly transition into something nice but uh, forgive me if the background is lackluster my background now is not that marcus, great anyway so your, your background I, I was gonna say marcus i love you but your background now is a white wall with <laughs> half of a, half of one picture and three quarters of another yeah so it'll be better soon and then in terms of trying in a living room new, peek and a peek, get a little sneak peek here you can see all my boxes He's going to ruin the camera for the rest of the episode, but look at that. Whoa. (laughs) Darren just actually doing work while you're over here fucking with me. Yeah. Uh, I I sanded my floors. So I pulled up all the carpet in the house and I sanded the floors this weekend. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was a very intense experience, but it's done and the floors look great. And so that was something That's new I tried. Fantastic. It's, when I get there, I will eat off your floors in honor of you, Marcus. It's hard. I didn't say they were clean. They're sanded. <laughs> Marcus, I will eat <laughs> off of the floors. I believe in you. I trust you that much. <laughs> okay. Uh, fair enough, congratulations in your foray of home ownership. We're all super excited yeah. and happy for you. Capitalism. I know I am. Let's go. Yeah, I'm we're all like that lady at you working. Hey, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. From one Puerto Rican to another. <laughs> did it. Hey, do us un muy macho macho man. <laughs> Crush it. Crush it. Nice, oh, nice. Oh, I will tell you. Ask me what I've done. What have you done? Have you tried anything new? Uh, I, yeah, I've been teaching improv, which I already do normally, but I've been doing it at a middle school. So I've had sixth, oh. seventh, and eighth graders all week that I've been doing improv training with. And it's been hard. That sounds it is challenging. Hard. It's, it, it's not. I love the kids. 
it, being in that school every day, it almost makes me want to be a, a teacher mm-hmm. to just like hang out with these kids and help teach them and help like foster yeah. their like development. It's really sweet. Mm-hmm. But improv is a very unique animal where you kind of have to make a fool of yourself to do it well. Yeah. And middle school is so judgy. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kids like I don't like even when we're playing zip zap zap, right? Yeah. You know zip zap zap real yeah, easy. You look at someone yeah. you say zip. You look at someone else you say zip zap zap. It's really easy. Yeah. It'll even it'll be you, they'll get it. I'll zip to them. They'll get it and they'll go. Oh. So, um, uh, uh. Like which one of my friends is paying attention? Yeah. Like I don't want to give it to the wrong person, so yeah. they know because because if this person doesn't want it, I don't want to be responsible. It's so anxious filling and it's crazy That's like crazy and i only get them a short time because i'm subbing yeah for someone else so i'm not able to like break that barrier but it's what i've been trying to do but the reason i bring it up is one of the classes is an esl class so almost everyone in there everyone in there speaks spanish mm-hmm. and only a couple of them speak english so there's a oh, lot wow. of translating but i'm trying my best because i kind of know spanish yeah you know growing up my grandmother spoke to me in spanish i spoke to her back in english so mm-hmm. i understand a bit and i speak it pretty badly but i try mm-hmm. and one of the kids literally said you look like you could speak spanish and i said and i I said i should be able to i'm puerto rican and they're like oh you're puerto rican and i said yeah but my mother didn't teach me and they're like oh and i said because of racism <laughs> and they all went and they all and all, and all the middle schools went no maybe no they didn't say no yeah, yeah, they yeah. Went, oh. and i was like i grew up in a small town and they're like oh and I felt connected that's to really those funny. little Hispanic kids. That's great. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> you look like you could speak Spanish. You I'm look like, like well, you could speak Spanish. That happens to me a lot. Once, like, I mean, not yeah. a, not look like, but once they find out I'm Puerto Rican, they're like, Marcus knows Spanish. And I was like, I didn't say that. I said I was Puerto Rican. I didn't say I knew Spanish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could talk to you about how much we enjoyed Rita Moreno's performance yes. in West Side Story. I cannot yes, yes, yes. tell you. <laughs> that's what I can do. Marcus, without further acclaim and ado and all this other shit, let's get into memories of murder. Marcus. Oh, hold on. Uh, old Man Ram in the Chest. Did any of the kids tease you about your language skills? Old Man Ram, I'm actually really glad you asked because I just had an argument the other day about this. In my experience, experience as a puerto rican has had to code switch a lot in my life that hasn't been great at spanish i've been trying to get better uh i kind of want to take classes especially after taking the csl class but other hispanics other latinos don't judge me really like every time in the situation where i've had to speak my spanish like in a restaurant or a school mm-hmm. or some other place like that in like the normal world they appreciate that i'm trying yeah. they're like I'm like, oh, pardon, you know, habla bien. And they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. you speak great. That's fine. And, I'm, and I'm, that's always the people that make fun of me. And maybe it's because it's probably because I grew up in a small town. No, the white it's people. not. It's not because you grew white up in people. a small town. That shit happens to me all the time in New York City, the biggest town there is. <laughs> but but the white people are like, ah, oh, your Spanish is bad. Ha ha ha. You should know it. And I'm like, fuck, you know Polish? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it's always the white people who are like, I'm a, a, a quarter Irish, a quarter Italian, a quarter of this, a quarter of that. It's like, do you know any of those yeah. languages? No, shut the fuck up. Or they'll rub it in that they know Spanish. Mm, yeah. I hit, I get that a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's always it's always the white people. Yeah. Though I do know if I went to like, um, like if I went to the island, if I went to Puerto Rico, I'm sure they would make fun of me. I'm sure they would judge probably. me. But I'm sure they would judge me more of being like a city boy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, you're just Way a more. It's not probably. about Spanish. It's about, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, they just view me as a white person because I'm yeah. not from the island, which is the degrees of separation is totally a thing. You know, mm-hmm. I know that happens in all BIPOC communities. Anyway, great question, old man, Ron. Thank you for asking. Memories, back to memories of, of a murder. murder. <laughs> memories of memories murder. Of, no, 
Memories of murder. I remember. I kept saying that so much. Memories of a murder. I've been saying that the whole time. I think I tweeted memories of a murder. I apologize. <laughs> That's okay. So talking about memory of Mur- memories of murder, what this film is came out in 2003 by Bong Joon Ho, very famously won uh, Best Director and Best Picture for Parasite. Mm-hmm. This movie is based off of real life events. Yes. From South Korea's first confirmed serial killer Mm -hmm. and it's also based off of the stage play come to see me about the same subject matter and it is some regarded as the best south korean film ever made yep maybe parasite is that now because it's got such mainstream maybe so many people have seen it i think parasite might be that too but it's kind of nice to have that like have both that you get to keep that accolade you know as a director (laughs) you made the best one and then you just made another movie and that's the the new best best one one. well the only other person that comes to mind that i know did that was james cameron he made titanic it was the best most selling movie of all time and then he made avatar and that was the only thing to beat titanic at the time yeah that's true yeah but you know titanic is a good movie and avatar is a blue piece of garbage i was gonna say at least with these it's like okay two Whether you like this movie or not, two like well-made films, you know? Yeah, well-made. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Well Memories made. of murder. I yes. think it's a well-made yes, film. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh really excited God. to get into this movie, Marcus, but let's go over just quick synopsis of what it is. Basically, there are, there are these serial murders that happen that we follow that detect the two main detectives of the small town, the small province, and one of the big city detectives come to help them out, and they are spending the movie trying to find mm-hmm. the killer yes is basically the movie it's it's very similar to zodiac or any of these other like crime like trying to find the serial killer movies like, yeah it's but it's more crime thriller thing uh, 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 on the surface level it is a crime thriller but once you actually yeah. watch the movie and i thought it was going to be a crime thriller thriller but once you watch the movie it's more like a almost satirical take on it while also being an actual crime thriller, but then also trying to say something about police brutality and the like inept police department. I I will say you are spot on because I did. I do know that Bong Joon-ho did say that this movie is about putting a lens on the police and how incompetent they are. Oh, so really? Oh, that's totally good. Right. Yeah, 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 look at yeah, me. You nailed, it. <laughs> nice. yeah, you nailed it. I didn't do a lot of research, but I do know that he said Okay, that. cool. I didn't do shit. I was like, ah, I got to do research before this. And I was like, nope, I did not. So that's nice. But spoilers for the movie. I will say that. And, and the only reason I want to mention this, because I just found this out as I was mm-hmm. researching as we came on. The way the movie ends. So I'm talking about the end of the movie now. The way the movie ends, we don't find the killer. Yeah. In 2009, they found the killer. Uh, it just happened recently. Yes, I did look it up. I think it was 2019. Yeah. Right? Oh, 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 2019. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Wild. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And Bong Joon-ho, which is even more wild, is he said, I expect the murderer to watch my film, which is why at the end I have him looking at the camera. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, that's fucking cool. I did <laughs> like that last shot, right? Like as if the yeah. guy was looking into the audience and being yeah, like, and I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I am looking for the killer and it is you. Yeah. You are out there. Marcus, we're going to talk about so much about this film, but I have a, a question for you that is going to, I think, dictate most of our conversation. Sure. And Marcus, is a movie good if the if only the last 20 minutes? Are- <laughs> <laughs> I, I think... 
I think it's it depends, right? I think a, the goodness sure. of a movie, like yes, there are scholars who will debate movies and determine what if a movie is good. There are critics out there who will say, yes, this movie is good. It has a ninety six percent of Rotten Tomatoes. That means it's good. Whatever, right? Like, but I think quality is subjective, and people pretend it's not, and it's up to you whether you think it's good or not and that's really all you can say about a movie it's so frustrating that like critics and other people decide what's good and what's bad so if you nick personally think that the 20 minutes are worth watching the whole movie then yeah then you could think the movie's good but for marcus but for me (laughs) i i found parts of the movie that I really enjoyed throughout the entire experience. And so overall, I feel like I thought the movie was good, but I could also completely see someone hating this movie. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's so weird and subjective sometimes. Marcus, can I tell you something? Yeah. You're full of shit. Okay. What do you Here's mean I'm why. Full of shit? This is why you're full of shit. You're full <laughs> of shit. You can't, you can't, you can't talk from your ivory tower. Like you're not what a part of the tower? problem. Well, we're, we are critics. We're here to criticize. All, all we're the critics all I now. give is my opinion. We're the critics. I give my opinion uh-huh. of something and how I, yeah, that's, that's me what the feel. critics do. You have a podcast. This you is have the a most platform personal where you podcast of all out. time. <laughs> the, the amount of times we sit down and we talk about like how this movie reminds us of our childhood or talk for like 15 minutes about being hispanic before an episode like marcus how does it make you feel that you're a part of the problem you're one of the critics this is what i I, honestly it makes me feel bad (laughs) (laughs) i'm just joking with you i agree with you i agree with everything you said you're completely correct i think i think that's all correct i just i don't know how i feel yet which is why i'm excited to talk to you about it that's okay cool me neither i I know because i think I was going to say before we started this episode, I was like, I'm going to form my opinion during the f- the filming of this thing, because I Same. think I liked it. I, I left the movie and I was like, I, I liked it, but I don't know exactly why yet. And so I think in having uh-huh. this conversation with you, I'll discover why I enjoyed the movie or maybe well, change for, my mind. For, yeah, for me, I think as the movie was playing, I felt like the movie cared so much about the crime. and then at some point in the movie change to care about the care about the characters but it felt like that shift happened for me whereas mm-hmm. opposed to like a, a natural like i cared about the care i found out it was about the characters the whole time it was like uh-huh. I, did, I did i wasn't sure because at some points it really felt like it was really trying to be a character study on who these people are and at some point it feel really felt like it just cared about the crimes and i was like these crimes are dumb like I, like all the respect to the people that died like yeah but like but the but maybe that was the point right because like the reason the <laughs> crimes aren't interesting is because of the incompetence of the cops right yeah like, 100 them being so dumb yes. was why i was annoyed by the crimes yes mm, oh see nick here's the thing <laughs> this is why i like these episodes because i see you having forming the opinions while you're talking <laughs> Like, wait, maybe that was the point. So here's my perspective. My mouth is quicker than my brain. (laughs) We know this to be true. I'm very quick. I'm very quick. It's true. But it's my mouth. It's not. I will say this. As someone who listens to true crime, as someone who follows a lot of these types of stories, oftentimes you see how inept the cops are. Especially I listen to last podcast on the left and I always, always, always commend them for showing 
how stupid the people involved in the process of finding the killer are and yeah. not necessarily how genius the criminal was right like so a lot yeah, of times yeah, yeah. those like netflix documentaries be like oh this was the world's smartest killer he evaded cops for years and it's like the cops didn't actually try to look for him or like they had him in captivity 20 times and they never held him because they were like Ah, uh, he probably didn't do it. He's a nice guy. Like shit like that happens in every serial killer case. Yeah. There are like few like they have of them. them. They gotta let them go. There were a few of them that were like, okay, it was solved because of good police work. You yeah. know, a lot of times the people who are like less dead, you know, that term, you know, are, are no, the I don't victims. Know what, that means. what is that? So less dead refers to basically like minorities and gay people and stuff like that who are murdered and often oh. victims of serial killers. But it's not until like a white girl is murdered that oh, people gotcha, start gotcha. to pay yep. attention. Right. So a lot of times police completely ignore all of this. And then one white girl gets murdered and then it's like, oh shit. Okay. We did everything we could. We put all the money behind it, you know? And it's like, yeah. there's 20 other murders that you completely ignored. Cause it had to do with like gay sex. And they were like, ill, that's gross. So yeah. knowing that going into this movie felt mm -hmm. like almost a commentary on that, on how like real that is for people and how hmm. something like that could happen because police are also kind of just people. They're not super geniuses. They're not like Jake Gyllenhaal in the Zodiac killer movie. You know, they're not like, I, I didn't see that one. So maybe he wasn't a genius, but like, <laughs> I didn't see it either. I just know that that's like people hold that up. as the, Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. The so they're not like these, these intelligent people who are like, trained to do this you know they're just regular people yeah. with regular flaws and i feel like this movie showed that yeah i think i think that was you know what i think a little bit of my problem with the movie was my own biases that i bring because i've seen these movies i don't watch true crime stuff but i do like crime movies and i do like thrillers a lot mm -hmm. you know like I, I couldn't help but think about something like spotlight right where they're like doing the journalism to find the problems in the Catholic yeah. church or perfect blue where there's a stalker thing happening. I like, I was thinking about all the other things I was uh, I've seen before. And this is so unlike them because when the, this is what I expected the movie to. Ha so this is how the movie starts. The movie starts with this cop who's like all kind of like a. I don't even know how to describe him. He's just like the bumbling fool cop. And then there's like his too aggressive partner and they like can't do anything right. And then the hot city slicker cop comes and he's like, I'm going to help solve this. Yeah. case. So because that all happened right there at the beginning, I assumed I knew what the movie was going to be. Mm -hmm. I assumed it was going to be like every movie I've ever seen before. Yeah. yeah. So I was expecting the city slicker to come in and notice and he did he did do some stuff yeah but he was also dumb he yes. also like did some dumb yeah. stuff but he also did i i was listening to a review of this podcast and it was a review of this movie and it was describing these three detectives as such it was describing the one guy the main guy as the shaman because he does uh -huh. the thing where he looks at you and he decides yeah. whether or not your thing there was the kicker because he kicks yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and there was the oh shoot i forgot what they called the other detective but he's like the document guy. He's the like good police work. Let's do yeah. the good police yeah, yeah. work guy. And how the movie is saying they're all wrong <laughs> mm -hmm. and how the shaman turns into the detective work and the detective work turns into the shaman. Yes. And the, like their paths crossed. And I just 
I don't have time to rewatch this fucking movie, but <laughs> I didn't know what this movie was going to be because it was sold to me as a crime thriller. And I thought it would be like all this other one. And so different. Yeah, I think it ends up being the most realistic crime thriller I've ever seen where it's like, yeah, it is a, almost a parody. But it like because of that, it feels more real than any crime thriller I've ever seen. Which sometimes means it's frustrating and boring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is the problem. Yeah. You see people good doing cinema... police work in the movie. Yeah. And it's kind yeah. of boring. But it's like, yeah. it felt real. And it felt like it. all those long scenes. Like I was telling Darren in the movie, I was like, this movie feels long. It's like only two hours, like which is kind of long yeah. for a movie, but it's not that long. Yeah, we're used to it nowadays. Yeah. And so like, but you feel the minutes passing and yeah. it feels a little drawn out. But also because of that, I feel like there's more tension there that's built. A, sort of. But here's the thing. I've been trained to not view real tension as tension. <laughs> Marcus, I, if somebody went up to me and said, hey, this movie is cool and whatever, but the the detective work is way better and more compelling and fucking castle or bones <laughs> because it is i've been trained to think so I, I sit there in an episode of bones and i'm like yeah cool twist yeah oh yeah nice nice connection oh cool good job yeah. oh where's it gonna be oh no they got him yeah like i, sure. I didn't feel that and i was expecting to because uh -huh. I, th I i know what bong joon ho can do i've seen yeah. parasite it's one of my favorite films yeah. of all time it was fantastic it was fantastic. And I saw it before the hype. So I was able to form my own opinion and I was like yeah. blown away by it. So I was expecting so much. And that movie's so slick. Mm -hmm. This movie is not slick. It but is in the boat. It is it, in the it's in the in country. The fucking weeds. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Literally in like the rice paddy fields or whatever they were talking about. Like literally. Yeah, it, it is. It is a dirty movie, but I like yeah. that. I, I like that a lot because yeah. that's what it is. It's a countryside murder. These are like small town kind of podunk cops. They're dealing with yeah. the sort of like police brutality aspect of, you know, the whole thing. And so they have protests going on outside. You see them like and it's kind of played to be a little silly, but it is also kind yeah. of serious. Like they are actively kidnapping people and like interrogating them for days and trying to get them to invest the crimes that they didn't commit and on a big way bigger key of the making of a murderer yeah like on netflix and another like movie would have been like oh like this is something to take seriously it wouldn't there's no melodrama in america it would have been one of two things right like the person beating up the 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 potential criminal would have been the hero the renegade cop who can't be contained who do whatever yeah. he needs to to solve and maybe a he learns a lesson sure but yeah barely yeah or it would have been like look how disgusting this police brutality is right like we would have like yeah. one of the two either glorifying it or condemning it but in this it felt so mundane that it made it feel real and that like oh this happens all the time and it's a regular thing yeah. for them that they don't necessarily view as wrong i guess i guess you're right i i guess i was just so taken i've just been so trained to think the melodrama is so much closer to the real reality <laughs> that the real reality like threw me off so much because it's yeah. not that I you mean, know yeah it's like taking a piss right like you don't remember yeah. taking a piss you don't remember every piss you take but yeah if you're watching a tv show version of someone taking a piss it's gonna be much more dramatic yeah 100 percent but to That's them, exactly this is something they do right. every day. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think you're right. So 
So the movie starts, we meet Detective Park Dumont, played by What's-His-Face from Parasite, who I like a lot. What's his name? His name is... I don't his think that's how you say it. His name is... Kang Ho Sung. Okay. Then you also got Detective C.O. Taiyun. We'll call him the city detective. City detective. <laughs> and then we got, and then we get Detective Cho Young-Koo, who we'll call the kicker. Kicker. No, someone else called... You said someone else called him the kicker. Okay, give me a better name. Dropkick Murphy. There you go. That's his name. Okay, so we got Detective Park Duman, City Detective, and Dropkick Murphy. Dropkick Murphy. Right. So Dropkick Murphy and Detective Park Duman. <laughs> yep, yep. Right away, I, I was I was taken aback at, like, the, the fucking pedestrianness of this fucking murder because once again because i see it differently now but i also feel like we treat it differently nowadays you know murder like we're just with with the police tape and with the outline and with the like the oh, whole forensic yeah. team in hazmat we've been trained like, as viewers in the american media to see a crime and be like okay this is how it has to be there is the police tape there is the whatever yeah and and i, I could be wrong and i could be making this up but i like i'm pretty sure sh- i feel like detective park door dumont was eating a fucking donut as he was coming into this fucking crime scene like he was just like eating some i don't I'm know if he, i don't know if he was but that's like the demeanor right yeah, like that's yeah, the yeah. vibe yeah. like he's like walking up and like i don't fucking know she's dead <laughs> <laughs> like they they got a footprint and they can't save it it's yeah. like so silly but that's the kind of thing that happens i feel like i mean yeah. more, it's more realistic that like they drop the ball a lot of times with evidence and stuff like that or they'll like forget something or be very casual about a crime that's happening like the police tape thing i mean like i you lived in new york City, so i'm sure you've seen shootings or like whatever happened and they don't police tape that shit like there's a dead body there's not gonna police tape it you just walk around it they'll like try to sort of block off the area only you know? in like a public space yeah like a high yeah profile thing. yeah 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 and i think um i think it's wild how we are introduced to all the info. It's it's all pretty normal. But the thing that's really old man rom, like the band dropkick Murphy's, yeah. no, like the other dropkick Murphy's, <laughs> old man rom, the other ones. Come on. But the when the city cop gets there, he is so aware that they are doing the wrong thing, but doesn't say anything. Like he's witnessing the torture. He's witnessing the fact that he doesn't think he's correct. So. I, I I'm only now as I'm saying this out loud realizing oh he also wasn't the hero of the story because as I was yeah. watching I was like oh so the city cops the hero of the story great cool great no not the wrestler old man Rom the other dropkick <laughs> don't make old man Rom Google whatever other dropkick Murphy's no I want to ruin his Google profile <laughs> so I, I'm just not realizing that like did we have a hero in this story. I don't think we did. Yeah, I mean, we followed. That's weird. I mean, I guess it's Park Duman. Yeah. Yeah, I guess not. I guess it was just in my head. It was the two of them mainly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I mean, I guess Park Duman is still is still is is still our our hero, our main protagonist. Yeah. But it's wild because they did. Um. Uh, honestly, is it is one of the things I liked how he was bad at his job. Like he. So at the very beginning, he, they set up the I can see your true intentions yeah. with my eyes thing and it failed him again and again and again yeah for sure which which <laughs> is good he, and it's kind of yeah. telling because like man i don't 
have you talked to cops before? They feel that way. They totally feel that they way. They yeah. feel that way where they're like, yeah. ah, I could tell. They trust their gut. And their gut's they always wrong. They trust their gut and their gut's always wrong. Or racist. Yeah. Or racist. Remember that part when the killer killed that person in the field? What? What part? <laughs> what? Is that sentence weird or am I misunderstanding? I remember don't know what you're saying. Where, Say it again in a different remember way. Remember that part when the killer killed that person? Feel I mean, I do remember that part. That was crazy. Well, the problem the problem with your sentence is I don't know who the killer is. Who do you who you're talking about? When he jumped out, there's no killer. The, yeah, remember that that shit was scary, man. Okay, we can't. Do you know what he's talking about? Okay, so there was when no. the woman was walking in the rain. Yeah, and they were trying to build oh. tension, right? And mm. then all of a sudden he crawled out of the rice paddy field. That was fucking terrifying. That scared that the good. shit out of me. That was good. And his face yeah. was like in the frame, but like you couldn't. I thought no, that was, was really. And now that I'm thinking about it, now that we're talking about it, that was really well done because you saw their face. It wasn't obscured in any way, but it wasn't anyone, right? Yeah. It wasn't anyone you knew. It wasn't anyone we saw before. So the face didn't mean anything to you, which I yeah, thought that's I think, really well done. I don't think I've seen that before. Yeah, it really. He. The, Bong Joon-ho is such a master craftsman because he understood what he wanted to do. Because at the end of the movie, when he's like, what did he what did he look like? What, who was yeah. here? And she was like, I don't know. It was plain, ordinary, just some dude. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's just playing off of that same theme. Yeah, I, I it's a constant theme. Like, it's so funny to think about, like a lot of times movies especially crime thrillers would be like, okay, there's a big mystery. Who could this be? And then it's obviously like the mastermind guy, you know, like the mastermind guy is behind the whole thing or whatever, or it's yeah. just like some big evil man with an evil plan and who he has to sit there and explain it to you. And it's annoying. That's it. And I like that. That's this movie what subverts I mean. That, Cause this feels like, I'm going to keep saying this the whole fucking podcast, yeah. but this feels real. <sighs> Uh, serial killers are just people you know you don't know them yeah they just murder but here's my thing right i i agree with you i also like to be subverted like when perfect blue was a different thing than what i expected i love that Mm -hmm. right like i i love when that happens and i love that aspect of things but this movie doesn't tell me it's going to subvert it 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 tells me it's (laughs) gonna be a normal movie that's how I you I, I didn't phrase that right. 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 Let me go back. Let me go back. Let me go back. Let me go back. You told back. me it was going to be Let me go back. I take it back. I take it back. Let me go back. You got to take it back. I'll take it back. I'll take it back. What I mean to say is the movie is doing the thing that all other movies do, but I don't like that thing that other movies do. The thing that you just described that you said that this movie doesn't do, and that's why you liked it. Yeah. It was still like doing that thing. And to subvert me, sure, mm-hmm. for be like, ooh, there's not a mastermind. We don't know who did it. But th- during the course of the movie, I had to sit through what would be the prototypical sequence of events if there was a mastermind or if it was his girlfriend the whole time or if it was the sergeant the whole time. So I wasn't enjoying that aspect of it, right? Okay. Like as we were sitting there and like, oh, it's the song. They are wearing red. Yeah, Let's yeah, go yeah. in the rain. Yeah. And I was like, is the fucking sergeant? I don't fucking care. It's, it's the fucking whatever. I wasn't sitting there like, oh, is it the oh, is it the sergeant? Oh, and then if I got subverted, I would have been like, whoa. But I was like mad, you know? Hey, yeah. Jamsa, dude, welcome to the uh, welcome to the chat. What's up? I I see what you're saying. I think a lot of the, right, yeah, because part of the movie, I do understand what you're saying. His part, a lot of the movie was a typical thriller where you're following the clues, you're watching the detective trying to pull things apart, you're watching 
the gears turn, but then they're and they're following leads and it's it kind of interesting. You're like, okay, maybe it is this guy. They finally catch someone, yeah. they interrogate him. You're like, okay, maybe it's this guy, maybe it's that guy. And so I guess you're right that a part of it was actually a crime thriller. Yeah, but when it when, when it broke away from that, and obviously when it subverted it, we really love that. But when it broke away and we were dealing with the fact that Detective Park Dumont was like deteriorating and who he was was being shed and how the city detective, mm-hmm. who he was, was being shed. And once it got to those points and once I realized I was supposed to be focusing on that, yeah. I was more engaged. I was more into that. Like the fact like that's what I that's why I said it's a good movie that last 20 minutes because that last 20 minutes when the city detective is done gone and when detective park dumont realizes he was wrong he should have been more like the city detective the whole time and that whole 20 minutes and the future flash forward beautiful wonderful tension filled dynamic interesting super cool Mm -hmm. wonderfully acted wonderfully shot you know and the stakes of him losing his humanity to maybe a non-human but also maybe just a guy great yeah loved it but are those last 20 minutes not a culmination of the other like two hours of the film i don't know did i need to see the did i I need to know the fucking the radio station that lost the postcards. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. That's what I'm asking. Now, here's an interesting thing. I do think because I was talking about this a little bit. I do think that there's a difference in Asian media yeah. that I don't know if I like, but it definitely takes getting used to where there's a pacing sure. issue and we get a lot it's of content we don't necessarily need yeah. and it feels like a lot of movies I watch feel a little too long. Like uh, Your Name, you have that poster behind you, right? I love, love that movie. It was a fantastic film. It felt a little too long. There are moments when they are just sweeping over the mountains and just letting you like breathe in their heads. But but that's what I'm saying. Like I can deal with that though because I'm yeah. into the story. I'm into the characters. Yeah. And like that moment when he's like, and I, and I feel like what you're talking about mm-hmm. is very specifically the moment when he's on the train, right? Like as he's like searching for the yeah, like that's yeah, one yeah. of so the longest moments, right? There's a lot of that. There's yeah, yeah. Have you seen Drive My Car? That's also a very long movie. Very I haven't yet. Good I'm very movie. excited to try it. I that. liked it a lot. But also yeah. it was like the pacing was just like slice of life pacing. It was like you're an observer watching life happen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I haven't Ooh. given you this as a challenge yet. Silent voice. Same issue. And so totally. like, as I watch more of these, but we like it movies, sometimes. I don't think I've ever liked it. I think I've you deal with dealt with it. Yes. I think I've dealt with it because I liked other aspects of it. But it was it's been in a lot of these movies. And I think it's just something that I kind of have to like get used to in these kinds of films. Yeah, totally agreed. Thank you, Nick Nagnavis in the chat for your hundred bits. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Let's nice. get that. You guys can give your, your donations going. and your sub gift. Gift those subs. Gift those subs in the chat. Hell right. yeah. Marcus, I I, I I totally get what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. I totally do, because I think we we consume just enough eastern media where we are aware of these things some of the tropes where like we feel it we get it but we don't watch them all the time yeah you know what i mean so some so i felt it i felt a little disconnect i felt like i was not prepared to watch this movie the way i should have i should have devoted five hours to sit down and like relax eat some popcorn be prepared to really sit through this movie I had to watch this movie on the go. I was busy. I was teaching this week. I had to watch it in spurts. I had to keep breaking it up. And that was not ideal for watching this movie. No, it's super hard. That's a hard. I'm surprised I came away with liking any of it. Yeah, I'm surprised I took it. Super surprised. I I was. I was. I started watching. I was like, "Fuck! I'm gonna hate this guy." (laughs) (laughs) But then at the end, I was like, 
at the end, that last 20 minutes, I'm like, it's captivating. Do I like this movie? I don't know. It's I don't know. <laughs> I think that yeah. the film does so many things great. I think there's like throughout the whole film, yeah. there's great shots. I think it does a good job of being scary. Like it does capture the thriller aspect without having a specific thrill, like a, a specific person behind anything. Like yeah. a lot of thrillers, you'll have a Hannibal Lecter or you'll have uh, like a Kevin Spacey in Seven. You know, like someone yeah. who's like dr a driving force behind the actions that you can point to to be like, oh, that person's evil. That person's scary. That person's bad. Yeah. Who helps carry the film a little bit. But in this, there is just a faceless being, a faceless entity that you're supposed to drive tension towards. And yeah, that seems like a difficult task. I don't know if that's something I could do. And Bong Joon-ho totally does a great job. But, but I think my only problem with that, though, is because I, I agree with you. I like that aspect of mm -hmm. it. But the first quarter, third, maybe half of the movie is a little silly. Yes, there are. Like, it is silly. Like the detectives are like so dumb. <laughs> That I'm not scared of anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, it's not until like, it's not until like, I feel like the moment that switched for me was when City Detective went to the school and found the victim up on the hill that survived. Like from mm. there on, I felt a shift towards thriller. Yeah. Where the first half, I was just like this detective against this detective and they're torturing people and it's yeah. silly and I'm the good cop, bad cop. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I just, I felt like, there was so much detective work when I was like, I don't know what, who do I care about? Do I care about the murders? Do I care about the care? Like when I said at the beginning, uh -huh. do, is this, the movie felt like it wanted me to care about the crime, but I cared about the characters and they didn't give me the characters to later. But again, I think you're right. I think that was a headspace. I think mm -hmm. it's a Eastern versus Western thing. Yeah, I was yeah, not yeah. prepared for what kind of movie I was getting. Yeah. You know, but it was definitely there. It's definitely a, it's not an easy watch. Mm hmm. The movie I don't think is an easy, easy watch. Like I, don't I think, think so either. There are some people that this would be completely lost on. Yeah. Twenty minutes aside, you know what mm -hmm. I mean. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I think that Bong Joon Ho is a is a pretty interesting character. Like the way that he decides to tell stories, I think takes all of life and encompasses yeah. it into the film. So he takes there's yeah. going to be happy moments, there's going to be sad moments. It's not like defined by the one thing. Because a lot of movies, especially in America, are the one thing. You get an action film. It could have a little bit of comedy in it, but it's going to be action. You can get this. It could have a well, little bit of action. It is going to have gonna a little bit this. of comedy. Name yeah. the last action movie you saw that had no comedy. Name it. Uh, Fate of the Furious. That was supposed to have comedy. Well, I didn't laugh once, so <laughs> did it have comedy? <laughs> Burned. Fate of the Furious. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean. Like, whatever. So, but in, in his film, even in Parasite, you see this. Like, there's com comedic moments in Parasite parasite also yeah 100 percent. you know Some like great ones the, the part where he's driving and the, the guy's complaining about the smell the whole time like that's funny you know and i think that yeah but he, then that, that payoff on that is like super serious and great for sure but i think that's just kind of how what kind of storyteller he is where he's gonna have these like other moments that don't necessarily fit the main genre of the film yeah i i, I totally agree with what you're saying yeah i think bong jung ho bong jung ho he for me now that I've seen this and I've seen two of his films, I feel like he's really interested in painting a complete picture, mm -hmm. right? Like he he wants to tell he's not telling a story. He's telling the story. He's like of humanity, of class warfare, of how the world is like working in all its aspects. And I think something that another movie, another Korean film 
actually i think it's an, it was an american film sorry by a korean director and korean cast was minari you saw minari yeah i think that's another great example of that's also a movie that really languished on its shots mm-hmm. really set like but that movie felt like it was influenced by korean films and it was an american yeah. film well this was a korean fucking film yeah, yeah so yeah. it like leaned it was didn't lean it was those things mm-hmm. because as i'm thinking about it i was like my experience of watching Minari was a more pleasant one than watching this, but I think this was a better movie. I think I would categorically say that, and I'm not even sure whether or not until we get to the end, <laughs> whether I like this movie or not. And I wonder why, and, and I'm thinking about that. And again, I think it's what you were saying, where it's it's that melodrama. I've been trained. Mm-hmm. In Minari, there's this languishing you moments. Yes. You're, yeah. you're just talking to the grandma. Those are there, but there are moments of melodrama, mm-hmm. big acting choices, big moments of doing that. While this movie, you know, doesn't have a lot of that, to be fair, until the last 20 minutes, which is what I like the most. <laughs> <laughs> that that in, in the tunnel whole thing is very yeah, melodramatic. It was, it was tense. But it was scary. but it was very real. Yeah. But it was very real because at that point it, it had earned it to that mm-hmm. point by really letting the detectives like fall apart by that point yeah you know yeah big uh big jump in the chat when the detective walked up to the murder scene with the umbrella after he went to the school with that girl who he saw that needed a band-aid in the school you see it when they take the band-aid off the body i that that's just like Chekhov's gun that's just like good filmmaking like i just like i was it was fucking sad that funeral was fucking yeah, sad that whole thing was sad i feel like there are a lot of good moments in the film like dealt with the killer right like you saw moments where like oh no they're gonna get murdered and then they didn't or like there there was a lot of tension there and i think that like i've watched so many horror movies but like bong ju ho i feel like understands horror and understands fear and understands tension in a way that i feel like a lot of horror content creators don't like the the guy climbing out of the rice paddy field is scary the fact that you see characters, you you get this description of what the murderer is looking for. And then you see a woman walking alone in the dark who fits that exact description. You're like, fuck, you know, yeah. you you get the scene of a stalker watching. these. Even two... though it was the detective. Yeah, even though it was a detective. That was a good bait and switch. I didn't expect. Yeah, but like you get these two women walking late at night alone their paths cross you see the killer think about which one he's going to go after and like it's pretty wild your heart stops you know like yeah i would say that you're there with the killer watching him make this choice and you feel like you're participating in that choice as well and it makes you feel disgusting which i think good horror kind of does sometimes i agree with you i would say the only other time recently that i can think of that i saw this was sexist chainsaw massacre the way that you were <laughs> feeling with leatherface of that he deserved to kill up. all those people and you were, no, no no hear me out so as leatherface was deciding whether or not those people were good to kill it's just like the serial killer like it's totally i, I totally, hate that, you so good much horror film. good horror films bad Make, horror uh, film memories of murder texas chainsaw massacre joint company the original texas chainsaw massacre <laughs> no the no the oh god i can't do this podcast anymore man i can't believe you like that movie i still Honestly, get upset i regret nothing it. i still i still like it thinking about it no nope. i still remember liking it fondly uh-huh. guys go check out our texas chainsaw massacre episode marcus almost had a breakdown because i love the movie <laughs> there's sometimes when you like a movie that i hate or something like that that like i think about it afterwards and I, i'm like i'm in disbelief still <laughs> 
Uh, that one will live in infamy Mm -hmm. well i do want to just take a quick second to shout out because we've been talking about the director a lot which is was warranted he did a great job i do oh i come for a movie i have seen and get a movie i haven't seen spoiled oops wait movie sorry that jamster dude texas chainsaw massacre how amazing it was that was that you liked it (laughs) amazing (laughs) but i do just want to shout out I do want to. I do want to shout out because we've been talking so much about the director, the actors. The actors did a really good job. Whether I liked the pacing or whether I liked how not like a thriller or how much too much like a thriller this was, mm-hmm. we can get into the semantics about it. At no point did I look at any of these actors and think they were doing a bad job. Like uh, King King Ho Sung, uh, who was also in Parasite, uh-huh. he is a phenomenal actor he lives in those moments i believe him when he's being silly i believe him when he's being serious yeah the city detective and even uh dropkick murphy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i believed everything out of all of them that whole time like their indifference sometimes to the Mm -hmm. murder their feelings about how incompetent themselves they were how they the 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 course of the film their journeys of being like oh it's a murder let's figure it out here let's keep doing our job Mm -hmm. to being like really affected by it and even up to the deterioration of dropkick murphy to be completely obliterated by this case and who he is and what's going on they did a really good job all the actors did an incredible job i i was like completely in there believing every fucking thing they said they sold every character moment perfectly i loved it but speaking of dropkick murphy what the fuck happened to him my dude got tetanus in the movie. Got his leg cut off. Did he? We didn't see it. We, we didn't saw see that. No. The, right? We saw that right before. We saw him. We saw him in the hospital tied up. Uh-huh. The guy about to sign the paper. Uh-huh. And then they're like, do you And then consent? we didn't see him after that. Oh, did he die? We don't know. Oh. They were like, do you consent to cutting off this man's leg? And he was like, I don't know if that's what he would want or something like that. And then they showed they zoom in on his face. They cut in the rest of the movie. You don't hear about Dropkick Murphy. You don't see him in the background with his leg amputated. He's dead. They don't mention him at all. Oh, you know what? And Detective Park Duman, our main detective, he is different after that moment, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's like softer. He's like more like we need to like do this correctly. Yeah. Did he let his friend die because he was like a bad cop? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Wow. (laughs) I don't know. Could you imagine having a job. I listen. I all this shitting on these detectives. I couldn't imagine having a job where if you fuck up, someone dies. No, that's yeah, that's scary. I teach kids how to do an improv game. If they don't get it, that's fine. Nothing I look ha- at numbers changes. all day. Numbers aren't Fuck gonna yeah. hurt me. That's crazy. I teach children how to play chess. They, <laughs> you know, they might become grand champions. Probably not. Or I they do have one kid that I teach. Killers. That's four. He just turned five. He's about mm-hmm. to go to kindergarten. I think he'll be able to beat me in like six months. That's He's pretty cool. Very good. He's very good. I might have to pass him off to someone else in like the next six months. But you can hold on though. You could have a monster the anime situation where like you teach someone chess and then they become a serial killer and then you feel the responsibility is yours and you have to like then go on a whole spree of trying to stop them marcus let me ask you a question yeah if one of the children that i teach mm-hmm. kills somebody yeah you're responsible how responsible am i 100 <laughs> percent. all of it yeah you taught them chess you taught them to strategically think <laughs> and uh, and how to plan and how to subvert <laughs> their opponent and how to make sure to plan yeah. moves ahead yeah you're 100 how to castle how to castle how to take what you you deserve 
Wow. That's wild. Yeah. 100% responsible for murder. That would be crazy if that happened. It would. Well, we'll, we'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> okay. Marcus, what more? I, I mean, we can get, let you want to get in depth about the last 20 minutes and uh, on what that means and what it is. Yeah. Let's talk about the last 20 minutes of the movie. So we find we're waiting on the DNA sample from this one guy who's the, our prime suspect, but the city detective is fucking at his wits end. Mm-hmm. And he's because he thinks since he stopped looking at the guy for a second because he fell asleep that he's responsible for the last murder. So he gets him and he's puts a gun in his brandishing a gun in his face, trying to get him to confess. Yeah. And then the detective brings the American documents and the American documents say he's not responsible, Mm -hmm. but he's like, I don't give a shit about the documents, which is so important because three or four times throughout the film, he said, you follow the documents. They're the most important thing. And he doesn't care anymore. And then there's a standoff. Uh, He tries to kill him. Main detective just, is able to stop him from killing the guy and and then there's a flash forward we'll talk about the flash forward separately but sure. where are where are you for this moment man when he was trying to watch the guy not escape yeah. like i felt it i was there i was into it and maybe it's like i for when i watch films i feel like i have a hard time giving my all to a film like I'm usually doing something else yeah. while I'm watching yeah. a movie or while I'm watching anything. And maybe it's the subtitles. Maybe it's because it was for the podcast. But like I was paying attention the whole movie. And whenever those moments of tension came, I was there for the ride. And so I was so invested in this scene. And when he let the guy go and he couldn't get up to him and a murder happened, I was like devastated. I was right there with him. I felt yeah. so bad for him. And his spiral down made sense to me. I my only problem is the problem I've had for most of the film where I knew it wasn't him. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> because of like this like weird, like they're trying to subvert me. And I was like, I know you're trying to subvert me. So like where are you fucking trying to swerve to? Because yeah, I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. Thing was still happening a little bit. So I didn't I wasn't quite engrossed in that moment. But when it finally came to the very human moment of him wanting to him being so broken that he was going to kill him anyway yeah that's when i was like lost in it i was like holy shit that is brutal yeah that is brutal to be in a place like that i've 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 been down in my dumps i've been you know rock bottom at points Mm -hmm. in my life so and it's been for different situations but you know what it feels like to be just at your wits end Mm -hmm. right yeah so done that what do you do when you have the power as a detective with a gun in your hand and the suspect in front of you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Uh, wild that that. Oh, I also want to mention because I almost forgot to mention it. I, I did like the chase scene with the guy who wore the woman's underwear. Oh, yeah. That was pretty good. That, whole that was, good. was good. I don't know why. Yeah, it was just compelling. I, I think I, it was compelling. Oh, you know why? It was it was because mm-hmm. of the, the setup. It almost it felt like it was the setup was just so funny, mm-hmm. but also tension filled. Yeah. Of them going for the sh- for the for the shaman like um ritual thing yeah the other yeah, detective yeah, yeah, going yeah, and yeah. trying to like get in the serial killer's head yeah, it did and feel both like hiding and then the guy moment. coming yeah it was so creepy how he's gonna jack mm-hmm. off on him and then the chase that was all that was just so fun and good yeah, like, yeah. i feel i wish the whole film felt more like that like that I was no like I, if, I, it was, saying, if it was gonna be silly i i just i i real i like silly but i need like structured silly like that yeah you know yeah yeah i feel like and that's just me that's just a me. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I, I totally understand. You're like, I want it to be the, the like some one thing or like one main thing. But it kind of felt like it was yeah. a little it was equally silly, equally tense crime thriller, equally commentary on police brutality. In that moment, it felt like it. In the, yeah. In those like in that section of the movie. But yeah. And then we get 
the flash forward and the flash forward is i really love this oh, I was it was influenced the by the fact before we didn't finish talking about the train scene did we oh sure the train and the train i feel came. like there was just so much more to say there's like and then the train came yeah but i mean if you're talking about it from like a like oh what happened perspective but it did yeah. i i feel like it was a very earned moment are you talking about when they're where when they chase their first suspect no no the, at the end the last 20 minutes of the movie oh sure sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no the when he's there like it just felt like a very earned moment right like he's sitting there he has he has the gun he has the power he has the chance to like get rid of it and yeah it almost felt like and which is why i was confused a little bit about the commentary on the police because in the beginning you're saying like they're they're like bumbling fools they don't know what they're doing they like resort to police brutality and force confessions and then at the end of the movie you have like a very human aspect to it it's like yes while we do have these criticisms, it's it's almost saying that it is hard on them and it, it is something that weighs on you to have to confront these murders, to have to deal with the, like the most disgusting aspects of humanity and still be a regular person afterwards. And like the toll that that takes on you. Yeah. Which I feel like similar to how you're having trouble with it being like two different things. I feel like I was having trouble with it being like, OK, are they bad or are they like yeah. should we like feel bad for them that's funny because you just pinpointed like uh, the, my biggest problem with films and your biggest problem with films mm-hmm. and like this movie did both of them <laughs> a little bit <laughs> but but was still like so like masterfully made and acted and there was so much good mm-hmm. there so you're like confused about it but i always get caught up on things that I don't know what it is and it doesn't have a voice. It doesn't have a, like a, a take, right? Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know what it is. And you are always like, what are you saying? That's dumb. Are you saying the thing? Or you're not saying the thing. Say yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's so funny. Yeah. That's why you couldn't get over. Check how amazing <laughs> Chainsaw Massacre was. I, but that did make me just remember that I, I do want to talk about really quickly. Cause I also really like that. Man, I'm going to fucking like this movie. Aren't I? I really, like I think so with the guy, the son of the guy who, who ran the restaurant that they kept. Oh eating, yeah. The first yeah. suspect. When they realize when they when the two detectives finally work together for a half God, a second, that took so long. They man. finally realized that it was like he was a witness. And like, and immediately, they chase him. you know that yeah. like when he was telling the story and it was so vivid, like everyone knows he saw it like yeah and it takes them so long to figure that out yeah, that was kind of isn't yeah but the guy isn't able to collect those thoughts and communicate them well yeah. because of who they are yeah so he couldn't just say i witnessed a murder you know yeah of course so they had to read between the lines and they couldn't do it because they were so ca- caught up on mm-hmm. them being the subsect but so that whole sequence of then i didn't love that the dropkick murphy was so like down in the dumps like i i i just have a personal problem with alcohol and drugs and it's just like getting to that moment i i just always have a like there's just i and i know it's me there's always just a little barrier of entry for me to be like anytime that happens in a movie or a tv show i'm just like you know i know uh, okay. that's a me thing like he i know that's a I, me thing. I don't think we didn't get that much characterization of dropkick murphy so yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if that's something that he does anyway but he just decided to pick a fight that night you know yeah 100 percent. but he that seems quick to anger to, anyway yeah, it's true. It was definitely his problem. But that leading to them chasing the suspect down mm-hmm. to talk to him. But there was this huge misunderstanding. Yeah. And then them eventually losing the witness to the train. Yeah. Because, again, this communication can happen. And the fact that that happened to Detective Park Dumont, the main detective, was another turning point that I really liked. They like Bong Joon-ho 
really knows how to use these moments to influence change in a character just like in real life right yeah. if something like that happened to you 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 would be different mm-hmm. and the detective's different after that yeah yeah no i agree and I, I that scene i like that scene but my biggest complaint about that scene is that you knew that the guy was gonna die and it took a long time to get there like when he climbed the thing you're like okay is he gonna die on this no he's running on train tracks oh he's gonna die there no okay oh he's doing this oh he's gonna die there no he's not okay and then he finally dies in the train you're like god damn like i was relieved almost when it happened because i was like i thought dropkick murphy was gonna show up and shoot him uh or that could have happened too that's what i thought was gonna happen still i i agree with you but that's just a commentary on the pacing of the whole movie right yeah again that's just one of those things and then we are leading to the last 10 minutes which was all influenced by a line earlier which i love that they did this where it it seems so non-important when the wife said can't you do a different job can't you do something else as they're Mm -hmm. talking to it oh hold on what's hold on i have a question because i'm confused i'm so and i'm so sorry if this is insensitive was that girl his girlfriend the whole time i think so i thought i thought he was paying her i couldn't tell either okay but she seemed to be a I nurse i thought it was a paid situation I, we didn't see any money exchange so it could have been i think i looked away during one line and it like explained like she's there taking care of the sick dad or something or maybe something or i don't I know, don't know. Something, i don't know i, I thought don't she know. was a prostitute the whole movie until they got married at the end and i was like maybe she wasn't a prostitute i thought that at first and then i was like oh no she must when she kept taking care of him i was like maybe that's his girlfriend I thought it was just one of those, you know, I thought it was a pretty woman situation where it started as a prostitute and then they were like falling for each other. Yeah, no, maybe. Nope. I guess so. I don't know. I, uh, anybody that knows, go ahead and send us clarification at now try this cast. I honestly am <laughs> not sure. Do it in the chat. You still got some time. Do it in the chat right now. But anyway, that line she said leads to the 10 minutes, which I loved mm-hmm. this last 10 minutes. Really seeing him. In 2003, when the film was made yeah. for seven, like 17 years later or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and seeing that he got a different job, he has a different life, and that he has a son, and he's talking to his son about the way he sees him, and it's almost like a joke callback yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it leads to, but then it leads to, he still stops at the place to look. Mm-hmm. And that's not the first time he's done that, you know? No. Yeah. And it still haunts him in that way, but in this, like, he's still living a full life, but he's still changed by those sequence of events. It was mm-hmm. just, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was like really beautiful for me. I really loved it. I like that in movies. I like at the end when it jumps years later and they're like looking back at what happened. They're like, man, you yeah. can see that it, it shaped the rest of their lives. Yeah. And I think, I think King Ho Sung is why it's so beautiful. He is such a good fucking actor. He's really good. And like that last 10 minutes of him being a whole other person, mm-hmm. he's playing a whole different, his person is completely different. Yeah. But it still feels like he has that weight of what happened and how it changed. Like it's the way he walks and talks and moves and looks at the site and crouches down and talks to the girl about him, about how he, she sees the killer and how he's like, He's almost like the the guy at the beginning. If a girl said that, he'd be like, huh, what? No, tell me. Huh, blah, blah, blah. And the way he's just like, what did he look like? Mm-hmm. Almost not to catch him. Just as trying to find a little closure to see if he was right or wrong. Yeah. And then to hear he was ordinary was like almost somehow the worst thing he could hear. Yeah. Because that means he didn't do anything wrong. And that's even worse, right? Like yeah. he like he couldn't have found them. Yeah. hundred you know? percent. Yeah. This is not like a clue to reignite the the case or anything it's just yeah. like no a pedestrian movie would have right yes a pedestrian movie would have had that moment and be like 
Oh, uh, his, he said his name was Park. It was the guy the whole yeah, time. Yeah. Ah. Oh, he had one eye. You're like, oh, which is what I was expecting. And, and, but and there again, was I that got guy subverted. in the back with one eye from yeah, that one scene. I got subverted. I was like, I was like, oh, is it going to be like the dad or something like that? Yeah. Or like someone random. He, he, he dropkicks so many people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he was still dropkicking with one leg. And it was like, oh, it was the cop. Like we've yeah, been trained no. by media to think like that. It's 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 that CSI thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's the first person they talk to comes back at the end it's this yeah. formula right yeah we're expecting to see it we almost like that we see it because it's almost this gratification thing to make us exactly, feel smart like yeah. i knew it it was him the whole time yeah. and that's why i'm satisfied movie yeah i think people like a light mystery we're like i've solved it yeah. and it makes me yeah. feel smart honestly it's one of my biggest honestly i don't want to call anyone out because i've watched a lot of movies with friends and family that watch this podcast but it is one of my biggest pet peeves uh -huh. When something happens in a movie and someone says, I knew it. And I'm like, yeah, because they fucking they told you. That's like, what are you talking about? They told you the thing. Like, you're not, what are you talking about? You're, because you figured out a fucking A to B screenplay of a movie doesn't mean like, you know, if you knew how exactly how Perfect Blue was going to end, then maybe it's like, but yeah, the whole point is like that's subverting a little bit. That's yeah. But it's like, oh, I, oh, I knew it. I'm like, shut up. I don't mind <laughs> when before, the, like, I usually will ask oh, people I, yeah, I don't mind when people movie, say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. beforehand, like if way before the reveal. 100%. That's I'll ask fun. like, oh, who do you think it is? Or something like that. And then it's fun if you get and it. And then we can the say, end. oh, you were right. Oh, yeah. I was right. Yeah. yeah. But not but keeping it in your head bias. and then be like, yeah, I knew hate it. it. <laughs> you didn't I know hate shit. It. I hate it when people do that. We're watching the whole movie. I'm like, and, and you know me, I talk during movies. So I'm like throwing stuff out. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, I wonder if, they, oh, I wonder if that person's going to come back. Oh, I bet this is, oh, yeah. you know, uh, I try not to do it to a annoying degree. Sometimes I do, whatever. Everyone has their flaws. But when I'm doing that, the whole thing, and then you're silent. And then the, like the very end, you're like, I knew it. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You did not. That is not true. I hate it. I hate it. I get that. I get that. I get that. Yeah. Uh, Nick. Lexi used to do it. And then I taught uh -huh. her. I felt you. I felt you. I felt you wanting to complain. She used to say that. I was like, no, you got to tell me beforehand or it doesn't count. That's true. That is a rule. We're saying it on the podcast now. If you don't. Yeah, that's the rule. Predict the plot or the killer or whatever it is before they announce it. It doesn't count. You can't say that it you knew it all along. Uh-uh. Never. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing. Because when you're watching a movie and you say you knew it along, every turn and twist at some point you thought it was everybody. So you get to just say it because it was everybody, yeah. right? No yeah, matter yeah, what, yeah. you're going to be correct. Yeah. You had every thought. If it's a good movie, they make you have every thought. It was him. Mm -hmm. It was her. It was him. It was her. It was him. It was nobody. It was him. And then you find out it was six and you're like, I knew it. Yeah. Yeah, because at a certain point in the movie, it told you to think that. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Anywho. Marcus, is there anything else you would like to say about memories of murder? I like that they had the uh, the woman that was a detective also in there, and they treated her like shit, and she was very intelligent and, like, actually ended up yeah. helping the case. And, like, yeah. but it kind of showed how they were, like, demeaning towards her. And I wish there was a little more of her, to be thing. honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked her. She was in the middle, and then she kind of just faded away. Yeah, yeah, I think she definitely could have done, she could have been involved more in the movie, but it was like they didn't let her, which I think was like also a commentary on like police work. Yeah, I guess so sometimes though, it's like, just mm -hmm. give me an entertaining movie. I don't need the commentary. I like a commentary. So, you know, I do too. Mm -hmm. We talked ad nauseum about it. They have to announce the it's time. a commentary before. They... 
No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> you also need to be an entertaining movie. Like, I also need to be, like, doing the commentary. Do, like, satire mm-hmm. is satire because it's entertaining in the commentary. If I want to read commentary, I'll just read the fucking New Yorker. I'll just fucking read commentary. Like, right? Wait, and or is, is the New Yorker short stories? And I liked, I don't fucking read the New Yorker. Uh, and I liked uh, the I think commentary. I mean the yeah. And I was entertained from this film. Yeah, I agree with both. All right, Marcus, did you like Memories of Murder? I did. I liked Memories of Murder. Hmm. Nick, did you like Memories of Murder? Yeah, I guess I did. Yeah. I guess I really did, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, I think you did, too. Like, my, my quibbles with it were easily talked through, mm-hmm. and then I only had good things to say. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I liked it. Nice. Hell yeah. Weird. Marcus, would you recommend this film? I would recommend this film. I don't know to everybody, especially with the subtitles and stuff like that. And I don't necessarily believe in watching dubs of real people. Is there a dub of this? Probably. I Probably. don't know. I watched the dub of Squid Game. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I know you fucking made fun of me about it. Yep. Yep, I did. But yeah, no, I would I would recommend it. If you can deal with subtitles, I would recommend it. What about you? I, Marcus, I, I am, I am at a loss of who i would recommend this to unless i already knew that they partake in a lot of eastern media they already watch a lot like if they are like like fucking train to busan is one of my favorite films and i and i thought parasite was good but it wasn't the best korean film ever there's so many better what that person i would recommend it obviously (laughs) you know but they probably already watched it yeah sure but like the everyday layman I don't know. It's a tough watch. It is a tough watch. Okay. It is a tough watch just because there's a lot of commentary going on. Going on. There's a lot of subversion going on. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weird pacing things that I just don't think even I'm used to. Who I do watch, you know, this media sometimes. Yeah. So I don't know. Not a lot. Not a lot of people. Okay. Okay. But if anyone asked me about it, I would rave about it, and I would tell them all my quibbles and said if you can get past those things you would enjoy the movie right sure marcus last but not least will you watch the next bong joon ho a hundred percent the fact that he made this and also made parasite and has made like two of the best korean films ever made like yes 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 yeah i will watch whatever the fuck he makes next i agree i wonder what his next movie is going to be I don't know. Have you seen Snowpiercer? The movie? Yeah. I did not like it. No, oh, he wrote it. Mm, okay. But I oh, would no, watch it again. It. Oh, no. He directed it. He directed oh, it. He was okay. the director. I would watch it again to yeah. see if I would like it or not. But I didn't really like it. Yeah, I need to watch it. I still haven't. Did you watch Okja? No. Neither did I. But he did do that as well. And I don't see anything on his IMDb that's like coming up next. Okay. Well, I'm sure he has something in the oh. works. Ooh, ooh, pre production. Untitled Bong Joon Ho animated project. Oh. Uh- Oh, okay. Deals with the drama that arises between deep sea creatures and human beings. Yes. I'm in. Let's I'm go. fucking in. Let's go. I'm in. Let's I'm in. go. Sounds like a good version of Avatar. Yeah. Okja was weird. Paul Dano's Paul Dano. Okja was like the most I've ever thought about becoming a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but guys that was memories of murder thank you so much you can go to the patreon patreon.com slash now try this cast right now and message us if you donate five dollars you can message us right now your suggestion for the next month mm-hmm. you'll also get a reminder email about doing that and then soon you'll be able to vote to find out what we will be doing in may Hell go yeah. participate be mad when your thing loses, then keep coming back for more, just like Big Jumpy did, because they recommended this one four times, I think. Four times in a row, I think. Let's say so that. So you got to put your money where your mouth is to try mm-hmm. to get those recommendations yeah. through. and we did it eventually. It won. Like, it, hey, 
We appreciate the process. We put everything up to the Patreon loves an underdog. Patreon loves an underdog. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Nick, next week. Next week is your challenge, buddy. My challenge, Nick. I've been watching something that has changed how I perceive media. Wait, really? It has made me look forward to watching a show when I don't look forward to watching anything anymore, really. No, you don't. No problem. I watch especially when we have a multimedia pop culture podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, you're right. But also, I finished this episode and I really want the next one to come out. And I don't I haven't felt like that in a long time. And so I Nick, I'm going to give you the first three episodes of Severance, which is on Apple TV. But that's the show you said you didn't even like at the beginning. (laughs) I know I did it. And now Ugh. I can't imagine my life without the show. That sounds awful. I really, really don't want to watch this. Leads a team of office workers whose memories have been surgically divided. All right. This sounds. Dumb. I guess you okay, could uh, use your substitution. <laughs> or something. We definitely. No, it's we'll, fine. we'll get back into that at some point. I'll fucking do this stupid severance. Apple TV trying yeah. to give Apple TV fucking more of my goddamn money. Yeah. But guys, next week at Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch.tv slash not try this cast is we can check the live VOD. Then afterwards, you can check out the podcast where Paul, you can get all podcasts. You can also check us out at now try this cast on all socials. Participate with us. Let us know what's going on follow us let us know and then you can also go to patreon.com slash now try this cast to enjoy being part of the community give us those challenges and then if you can't do any of that i totally understand i asked you that you at least leave us five stars on itunes or spotify and leave a review hell yeah nick great job signing us off i love hearing you talk it's wonderful. It's half of why I do the podcast with you. And What's the other half? Sex appeal. And to everyone at home, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you to the patrons. And thank you to everyone because you are the contributing factor into making us the top 2% of podcasts. Yeah, so that's true. It's very on that true. No, we love you. True. Thank you. And remember to go try some things. Good, Good night. night. Get together so they can try things Yell about it, tense podcast so that you can try things Now we will stop singing so that we can all now try this Uh, we did it. We did it. We did an episode. It was an episode. We watched a movie. Then we talked about that movie. Ow. That movie.